Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around, a watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style, all for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to goofy episode of the super gamer boys i'm your host garrett morling and here in the studio with me is, is your other goofy host jj pardon when i'm feeling quite goofy today i'm half asleep i haven't had any caffeine in a while i need some coffee in me quite bad as it were yeah well I, uh did you take a trip to uh ireland recently or something or no here's what happened i jumped in the stargate and i <laughs> I was able to go back in time through a Stargate I found in my backyard underneath where I used to have a swimming pool. Okay, okay. I like that uh, callback to uh, pre-show content that doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, well, earlier on we were People. talking about the Stargate and you told me you never saw that fine film starring James Spader. That thing, it should have won the Academy Award, I tell you. It was a beautiful, beautiful movie. Way better than that Schindler's List crap. This this was well, this was a beautiful film, and it was real. <laughs> true story. True story. Uh, no, I think the actual discussion that we had was that you bag on Star Wars all the time for being such a nerdy movie. I'm like, dude, even Stargate's too nerdy for me to watch. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I don't understand this all. There's nothing at all about Stargate that's nerdy. It's a film again starring the amazing James Spader, where he goes. Through a Stargate they just happen to find <laughs> under like Egypt or something and they go to like another world far, far away in a galaxy. Oh crap, it is down like Star Wars. That's totally nerdy. Never yeah. mind, never watch that film. <laughs> I'd say it's even worse than Star Wars. Well, that's that's quite a stretch. Yeah. <laughs> that's quite a stretch. Uh, how's your week been? You know what? It's It's actually... <clears throat> it's been healed. Hey, look at that. I'm back, baby. I... It's been crazy, man. We've been doing some amazing work at my house. Um, some people would call it counseling, <laughs> mostly. There's been a whole lot of like uh, renovation going on at my house right now. I'm turning my garage into a studio. I've got a friend who is moving in. And uh, I had to hang sheetrock for the first time this week. <laughs> I gotta tell you, we're down to the wire. And you know how JJ, when it's time to get stuff done, just gets it done, right? Well, that's what wow. I... What do, you mean, what do you mean no? I said, well, I didn't say no. I, just, I don't know if I fully believe that statement you made. But You know how you always on. say that like I'm like the most amazing workhorse you've ever met? 
I've got like a work ethic of 10, Garrett. I think you mean workaholic. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, I kind of am. <laughs> yeah. So basically, we were we were. Uh, he had hung up sheetrock uh, all night until like twelve thirty, and the next day the guy came to to do the texturing on the wall and the joint compound and all that kind of stuff, like see, sealing all the the joints. And uh, he's like, "Darn, the guy didn't finish," you know. And and so I got up at six thirty in the morning. And uh, I'm like, well, I've never done it before. And oh, by the way, I hold the hammer like an 11-year-old. And so I I didn't know what I was doing, man. It, the sheetrock looked bad. And like the painter's like watching me while I'm like hanging the sheetrock up. And he literally, he was, dude, he just, I, I would look over and I'd see him just shaking his head. He would just be shaking his head. And I'm like, dude, really? Like I'm right here. I'm right here. And he's like, dude, are you drunk? <laughs> it's 7.30 in the morning. Come on, man. Come on. It's, it's not that hard. And it it worked. just called me. But I kept, some drywall I kept trying to like, see, and I wish I would have known that. But you never answer the phone when I call you anyway. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> On the weekend, that, that sucker goes off. Yeah. yeah. I, Only as, just for you, though. <laughs> is, that, is that right? That kind of, <clears throat> okay. <laughs> Okay, and, and the rest of the people that I work with. Me, that hits me in the just feels. anything has to do with work, just shut it right <laughs> down. You want to tell everybody that I actually did reach out to you on Sunday because we had a customer who reached out to me yeah. who was going to be one of your customers, and I'm like, oh, no. So I'm calling you, and you're like, <laughs> what are you calling me for? It's just a customer. So, funny story. Trudy and I were driving in the car on our way to our, our date for our anniversary. Oh, that's right. Happy anniversary. And, uh, I knew I have I was yeah. calling you for your anniversary. Yeah, you forgot to mention no, that. No, I well, because we were talking about the customer. Yeah, yeah. I knew I, I knew that it was your anniversary. But as, as soon as I got the call, I was just like, what in the world? Like, what is he calling for? Like, either I don't know, either his house burnt down or it was a customer. Like I had to I'm, have been like because I'm gonna call you if my house burns down. I don't know. It had to have been something Garrett, we like, gotta get this on the podcast. <laughs> it had to either be something totally like super terrible, like your your kid just died, or like or it was a customer calling. I was like, I bet you it's a customer calling. <laughs> sure enough. <laughs> Dude, am I that bad? A little bit. Yeah. So okay. okay, for so for everyone out there, like when I get home at the end of the day. My, I have a separate work phone and personal phone, so I'm able to do. JJ has one too, but he refuses. He he just carries two phones with him like an animal. With me all the time. But uh, that work phone instantly goes on uh, do not disturb mode. Um, I have it set automatically, so at five o'clock every day. Even if I'm still working, there's been nights I work till like seven o'clock at night, and I'm like not five o'clock. My phone shuts off. The office can't get hold of me. Customers can't get hold of me. I'm just gonna work in peace. Um. It automatically goes from five and doesn't turn on until seven o'clock the next morning, and then weekends are off the entire weekend. Like not no calls, no texts, and nothing comes through there. It's at, an impenetrable at, force. And mine, I have customers calling me at ten o'clock, eleven o'clock at night, sending texts, and I'm answering texts at has, eleven o'clock. And like he, it comes through, and he's like answering. So yeah, Sunday you get that call, and you call me like. Oh, this guy's wondering when you're going to be out there. Hey, I didn't sound like that. Uh, uh, I like didn't say no, 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 like, no. Oh my no. gosh, this guy's freaking out. He's going to cancel. You need to. And I'm just like, I don't know. Make up a time. Like in my head, you're asking me to look. I had to look at my schedule. I'm like, I don't even know who this guy is. I don't know when I'm going to be there. <laughs> I know all of my schedule all the time. So, so I looked at my schedule, and there's no time frame. I'm just like, I don't know. Like maybe two. To, I just made something up. I'm like two to four, and you're like, okay, I'm going to tell him. You do that. I'm going to well, go watch my movie now. Because because the, <laughs> you got to admit, you went and you you took care of the guy today. He, the guy was not well. 
and he lives alone. I think he's mooching off of his sister, and he just doesn't have a car or a bicycle. I think he just stays home all day. A little day. bit of a freeloader yeah, a little bit. situation. So he tells me when he calls me on Sunday, and he's got this emergency, like, hey, what time are you coming tomorrow? And I'm like, I, I don't know. He's like, I want to know if I can sleep in or if I need to like be prepared early. What, t- what time are you coming? I'm like, I don't. I'm I'm not gonna be coming. It's gonna be Garrett. He's like, can you give me Garrett's number? And I'm like, oh, well, that's not gonna happen. I'll call Garrett. Oh, I'll man. I'll figure it out. Your lifesaver dude, there. And dude, there was part of me that thought, oh, this would be so great if I gave him Garrett's personal no. style. That's a personal style. No. Oh yeah. Oh, I don't yeah. even give customers my work cell. <laughs> I basically have the work cells so I can call you in the office. That's I've le- pretty much it. I've legitimately had customers like say, hey, can I get Garrett's number? And I'm like, oh. He yeah, doesn't I have a phone. I don't. I don't, I don't. We just holler at him when we want. We just say, hey, Garrett. And like eventually just, he gets back to you. Um, he's carrier like pigeon calls. is what he I uses. I don't like. Just, ironically enough, I don't like talking. <laughs> and, and this guy is coming from a world famous podcast. You host a world famous podcast that is so famous that people could even visit us on Patreon. Yeah, we do have supporters over there, uh, patreon.com slash supergamerboys. Uh, you can support us over there for just a buck, just two bucks, three bucks, four bucks, five, whatever you want to do. Or 50 bucks. Or 50 bucks. We have a whole gamut for all of the uh, financial situations that you may find yourself in. Right. Um, if you support us over there, you get some cool stuff. Um, we get some cool stuff, and uh, we get to make you more cool stuff, so... Uh, it's a win, win, win. You know, three times the the winning. <laughs> We're trying to do everything we can to make the Patreon tiers just bigger and better. We 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 are all the time talking about what can we offer. Yeah. What can we offer? Like your firstborn. You know, well, and, and I don't know why Garrett was so quick to say I, okay. I like my firstborn actually. Maybe <laughs> the second one. The first one I'm coming. I'm coming around. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, you're like I'm kind of getting a little bit of the feels for him now. You know, a little attached. No, but I mean, we're we're always talking about what can we do. So, like, I mean, you can get yourself a virtual high five if you support us on Patreon. It really helps us to be able to bring you cooler and bigger content to be able to go out and watch uh, whatever the cool new movie is in the theater and then be able to talk about it here on the pod or to be able to go and get like an incredible game be able to play it and review it and then tell you guys about it and tell you about how much fun we're having playing the game you helped us buy Uh, or you could have what uh, our producer matt lou big matt we call him m dog M-Dog gets his toes done every once in a while by Garrett here in the studio. And it is kind of weird because of all that awesome eye contact. But, I mean, yeah. that's what we're doing. We are a full-service <laughs> podcast. Yeah, we're getting there. So we've actually been in talks about upgrading some of our tiers. We've, uh, yeah, had kind of, we our tiers are pretty basic, but we're pretty, we're still young. We're not even a year old here. We're just a little toddler. Like, not even toddlers. We're just little infants here crawling around doing our thing on Patreon over there. Yeah, we could almost get up to the point in another couple of months. We're going to do manis and petties. You know what I mean? <laughs> but no, we've talked about, uh, yeah, trying to bring you guys more cool stuff in that. So stay tuned in the next few months. Maybe uh, maybe we'll be updating those and tiers might be changing up. Rewards might be changing up. And we'll announce all that, especially to the people supporting us on Patreon. That way, you're not like, hey, why don't I have this perk anymore? Why don't, you know, why isn't my name in the show? Like, if things change, we're going to keep everyone informed. But I want, I just want everyone to know, like, we're, we're talking about trying to figure out how to do more cool stuff. Absolutely. And also, a big shout out to our producer, 
or uh, or is he our sponsor? Or is he our director? Which one? Bill Bird. He's our big Bill Bird sponsor. Our sponsor, Bill Bird, is so awesome. Uh, I don't know if this counts as one of the tears, but recently at work, he said, "Hey, can you scratch my back?" And I did that for him because he's a sponsor right here on the Super Gamer Boys. Nice. And I got to be completely honest: if you've ever seen a bear scratch their back against like a tree, it was uncomfortable. Yeah. It was really uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I can work with Bill anymore. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and shout out to, we already mentioned him once, but our producer, Matt Liu. Thank you so much, you too, for supporting us at those levels, as well as all the other uh, supporters at the Honorary Super Gamer Boy level, because there's quite a few of you guys, and you can see their names in the show notes. Uh, give them all a, uh, a golf clap right now for them. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that sound effects, baby. <laughs> uh righty, guys, let's get down to it. It's time for the Nerdy Nudes. The Nerdy Nudes! Starting off this episode, we are going to talk about, just briefly here. Um, you I just, always say that, and then you drag it in no, no, to no, no. a two-hour conversation. This one's real brief, because there's not much to it. Honestly, there's a lot to it, but it's better to read on your own. So this is an interview by Jason Schreier over at Kotaku. Um, so everyone, do a Google search for Jason Schreier, uh, Breath of the Wild sequel. Um, that probably gets you pretty close. But the headline is, Breath of the Wild is getting a sequel because the team had too many DLC ideas. And then in parentheses, another info from Zelda's producer. So Jason Schreier did a really cool interview with uh, uh, I.G. Ayanuma. He is the Zelda series producer. Um, and last week while at E3, he was able to you know talk to him in a... Um, kind of a, a sequestered room, kind of away from the public and away from other news outlets and stuff, just kind of one-on-one interview, which is kind of cool. Uh, and Jason talks about the new Link's Awakening remake, um, the kind of the decision, like, okay, what's, why, like, what what makes you decide whether to do a one-to-one remake of a game or just why not just make a whole new game, all this stuff. So there's a lot of really cool stuff. So go give Kotaku the read over there. Um, good Jason Schreier the read over on Kotaku. It's a really cool interview. But basically what I wanted to read is, which kind of just made me excited, because um, I love the first Breath of the, Breath of the Wild on Switch. It was... I, I got to be honest, <laughs> you had a little bit of a speech impediment thing going on right now, because you said, I love the first Breath of the Wild. <laughs> That was amazing, and I'm not letting that slide. Talking's hard, you know. I, I do it every day. <laughs> Talking's I'm real hard. Pretty, pretty decent at it. Um, but uh, I breast l- of the wild. <laughs> I love the first game. That's gonna be a porn for sure. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> uh, and yeah, so hearing that, I mean, I was excited for the new DLC that came out for Breath of the Wild. And then they just kind of, they didn't really have a lot of DLC for the game, and a lot of people were bummed about that. They came out with like two little smaller things, and everyone wanted more. Um, well, in the interview, um, Anuma kind of revealed why that was. So Schreier comes out and says, what made you and the team decide to make a sequel to Breath of the Wild as opposed to a new Zelda game? And then Anuma says, when we release a DLC for Breath of the Wild, we realize that this is a great way to add more elements to the same world. But when it comes down to technical things, DLC is pretty much data. You're adding data to a pre-existing title. And so when we wanted to add bigger changes, DLC is not enough. And that's why we thought 
maybe a sequel would be a good fit. Schreier says, was this sequel originally planned as DLC? Nanuma says, initially we were thinking of just DLC ideas, but then we had a lot of ideas, and we said, this is too many ideas. <laughs> Let's just make one new game and start from scratch. So, yeah, I just think that's really cool. Like, obviously it was a bummer, like, we didn't get all that DLC with the first game, but the fact that they didn't just be like, oh, it's too much work, and, like, throw it in a trash can, the fact that they're putting the work in, you're like, no, we're taking all these cool ideas and putting it in a whole, yeah, new, whole that, new freaking game. That, that like, that's form, awesome. That they're basically forming a whole new game with, with yeah. this stuff. So it'll be the same game engine, and it'll probably Presumably. Have, I'm it, sure it'll be, you know, a little different. I mean, it'll, yeah, it'll be the same engine, <clears> hopefully with, like, upgraded graphics and stuff, but, yeah, it'll I was going to say it's I'm probably going to be gonna really be, similar. Yeah, yeah, it'll probably be a super similar feel and look to it, which mm-hmm. I'm excited for. So, Sweet. So, yeah, that's all on that. Just go read that interview. It's some cool stuff. I look forward to being able to borrow that from you sometime. That's how I get all my games. I borrow them well, from you. Get a Switch and maybe one day. Well, I will as soon as the minis come out. <laughs> what? What? Yeah, well, um, we do have some uh, news on the mini, but not yet. <gasps> Okay. Ooh. Why did I get all excited like a little like a like a fat kid with cake? You know, like really excited. Oh. I mean um, what? What? Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Uh let's go on to the news. No, uh, seriously, next... what? <laughs> so the next news story comes from Forbes. Uh this is kind of a <laughs> uh oh man, I wish we had this on video, our podcast. People would just <laughs> uh I don't know. Maybe it's better they don't see what, what <laughs> probably what's not. Go, actually going yeah, on in this room right now. Quite a bit going on right now. Um, no. So the, head, uh, the headline is Microsoft reportedly scrapping plans for one of the two next gen Xbox consoles. It's by Paul Tassi over on Forbes. So one of the this is straight from the article. One of the weirder aspects of Microsoft's next gen announcement last year was that Phil Spencer talked about future consoles plural rather than just one. Those two projects were reportedly codenamed Lockhart and Anaconda, with the latter evolving into Project Scarlet. So Anaconda eventually became Project Scarlet, which is what we know from this E3. The high-powered system that Microsoft bragged about at E3 this year, Lockhart was supposed to be a lower-tier entry-level unit. Um, And as we've talked about back in the fall uh, in our earlier episodes, it was supposed to be the streaming box, essentially. Uh, It seems like it's dead. (laughs) That's what the article says. Phil Spencer has gone back to talking about one console singular, and everywhere that used to mention Lockhart or another console has been scrubbed clean, according to Paul Therott. And insider rumblings from E3 seem to confirm the idea that Microsoft is moving forward with Scarlet and Scarlet alone. Spencer claims that when he was talking about consoles plural previously, he was referring to the discless Xbox One that recently came out. But going back and looking at his comments... That seems exceedingly unlikely, and that he's saying that as a cover now with a wink and a nod. <laughs> um, so that's kind of the big news story here is back last fall or so when we first started hearing these rumblings, these rumors, there was talks about yeah, the next-gen consoles. Everyone is excited to, oh, there's going to be the Project Scarlet, which is like the beefy, full-powered system, and then there's going to be a slimmer line, cheaper, maybe possibly streaming box that... You know that I was excited to get because I'm like, oh, maybe it'll be like 150, 200 bucks. I'd maybe jump in the Xbox for that, especially the next gen console. But now it sounds like that's not going to be a thing, at least at launch. Well, do so. you think? I think it's probably a pretty good idea because it was getting kind of confusing. Well, they have the digital 
only box and then they're going to have a streaming box and a new Scarlet Awesome box. Why not just have one, one awesome new box? That's the, the console. That's what they can focus in on. That's what they can put their attention on. They also have xCloud. Keep xCloud in mind. So with xCloud and with everything that's going on with xCloud, is it really necessary to have a streaming only box? Not really, because they're starting to move away from consoles with the streaming, where it doesn't have to necessarily be on an actual system. That it can be right. off of an app and off of any of your other devices or even off of your your current uh, Xbox One or whatever. So, I mean, it's not really necessary to have a streaming box. I think it's smart. Yeah. It's, it's, it's funneling all of their attention in one direction and saying, okay, we got all these other irons in the fire. Let's just get everything going in one direction. It's kind of like how I do, how I'm always in one direction. I'm not all over the place with stuff. Right, you know? right. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, Why did you roll your eyes right now? Um, <laughs> uh, with Well, my, my only... My only thought with that, though, is like, yes, like, I, I understand the whole, like, it can be confusing, especially like they even talked about in the article. When the Xbox One originally came out, uh, some of them came with Kinect, some of them didn't. Uh, like, there was a lot of confusion. And even now, like, with the Xbox One, Xbox One S, Xbox One X, like, so at their launch, there was confusion. And even later in this, uh, and obviously, to us gamers, there's not confusion. But I'm confusing the story you're telling right now because there's so many different <laughs> yeah. things that you're, you're um, throwing out. Yeah, so obviously, like to a lot of gamers, like this isn't confusing, but it makes sense. Like, oh, this is going to be the launch of a new console at the holiday season. There's going to be a lot of mom and pops and grandmas and grandpas and all sorts of you know random people who aren't gamers going out and buying this for the kids. The last thing you want is to open up the gift Christmas morning and you thought you're getting Scarlet and instead. Get the little streaming box or something like that'd be pretty heartbreaking to be honest for if if you were expecting the the bigger and better one, so it definitely makes sense why. But I don't know. I still you were saying that it's not unnecessary to have like a streaming box um, or a digital box. I guess we don't know if it's going to be all streaming or not, but a digital box just because you know they are they do a Project X Cloud and stuff. I guess my only thought is, um, I guess in my head. Um, cause like I just said, they didn't necessarily say it was just be streaming. Um, in my head, I figured it'd be more similar to like the digital box. So it would have a hard drive in it. Um, but you also would have the capability of accessing project X cloud and being a, you know, Xbox, an actual Xbox console. I'm sure like the X cloud app would run way more smoothly than like on my iPhone. Like, cause it's you know, made by Microsoft, it's native on their actual Microsoft hardware where trying to run a Microsoft program on an, on an iPhone, even though I'm sure they can make the app work like 99% efficiency, but you know, to have that pure, like unadulterated, like uh, power from in like processing uh, intuitiveness or whatever you want to say, like with the software is running on its native kind of, you know, kind of hardware there so i don't know that's my thought it's kind of a weird semantics of it like you're completely right but just to play devil's advocate a little bit i'd still argue very much that <clears throat> a digital box or a streaming box could very much be relevant 
Garrett, I could stop you right there because you could have stopped right as soon as you said, yeah, you were right. You could have just stopped talking right then <laughs> and not said anything else after that. Okay. Left it at that. No, I no. <laughs> I just I just find it funny that, you know, uh, there was so many confusing things that like when I was hearing it, I'm not an Xbox guy, I'm a PlayStation guy. Um, when I was hearing it, I'm like, what, what is there to entice me? There's so many confusing options. Options. So if there was, you know, like the X Cloud, and I can get it on my tablet or my phone, for me, that's an enticing thing. Where I'm like, that would be really cool to be able to jump on to maybe Xbox Game Pass, uh, sitting in the doctor's office. Um, or sitting on the toilet, you know, whatever, whatever. Yeah, yeah. To you each know, I'm just own. saying. I'm just saying. Uh, I'm just like that. Something like that sounds really appeasing to me. The idea of if they have X Cloud, and then you have to buy a, or you can buy also this uh, streaming box. The streaming box might cost you a couple hundred dollars, two, three hundred dollars, whatever. So you're gonna have to put money into the console when you can do it all outside well, but, of having an actual system. But that's why I think the that second console would still have a hard drive, so that way you'd still be able to download digital games. It wouldn't just be a streaming console. I think it would still have to have a hard drive, so I could still buy stuff and download stuff, so I wouldn't need internet still to play you know, some games. Or you could just get Google Stadia, because apparently you can do all of that with Stadia, and you could just but play. But you're still streaming things. No, I'm just... <laughs> I'm... Here, here, so I've kind of... I haven't really talked about it much because we haven't had an episode since last week, but I'm I'm really second guessing this whole streaming future thing. I've just heard a lot of uh, people's uh, what do you say like reviews or impressions of Stadia and XCloud because they had it available to play at E3 this last year. Like a lot of people, a lot of influencers. I wasn't aware that people were able to play it yeah, this year. Both Google and uh, Microsoft were at E3 and they both had it playable and. Um, some people were like, Hey, like if, if you're fine with latency and fine with this and that, like, like a little bit of delay in the video, like it's okay. It's doable. Um, this just depends on what game you're playing. Like, well, one guy was like, Oh, with halo, like halo was completely playable on X cloud. Like it had a little bit of delay, a little bit of latency where like you'd hit the controller and then it'd like take a half a second before it actually like turned or whatever, which in a fast paced hide, you know, octane shooter that can be an issue like if you're half a second too slow you could be dead um or even like they're playing a racing game and there's actually they were saying there's quite a bit of delay in the racing game like it's that which isn't great um on the stadia aspect there's another guy who is saying that uh like because you are streaming these games over the internet like it's not running natively on your system so similar to like in Netflix or something when you watch like a video and it looks like really compressed or like you notice like usually you see it in like darker scenes like how the blacks are kind of shades all and like look all funny and stuff. A lot of the games like even running at 4K like it's still super compressed and not very good quality. So I don't know. I just I after doing some research I was like oh there's a lot of negative on this stuff like we obviously just in our little echo chamber here we've been super hyped on it yeah. but once I started like reaching out and listening to some other impressions I'm like oh <clears throat> like this might not be all it's chalked up to so be like I I'm curious did, was this actually with Stadia and xCloud's own setups yes well that really says something yeah, doesn't like it? it was and this was so this was like yeah. they were saying like the Google Stadia 
Um, it was playing on a laptop that was hardwired into the internet. So it wasn't through Wi-Fi. It was actually plugged in and it was streaming to a TV playing with the Google Stadia controller. So pretty much that's like as good of a setup as you're going to get. And it was still like kind of like wasn't great looking and stuff like that. And then even the xCloud was playing on a cell phone. Uh, like I'm sure you saw the picture where like it was a controller and the cell phone is like mounted on the top yeah. of the controller. So it was that set up. But the phones were, again, they weren't running off Wi-Fi. They actually had an adapter to hardwire internet into the phones. And even though that in the xCloud actually had really bad latency. So it had as good of internet as it possibly could have had. And obviously it's still not out yet. The technology is still being worked on. But I just kind of like, oh, Not a good okay. sign when one of them is saying, hey, we're going to be out this year. Now they're both. Are they both coming out in 2019? Well, uh, xCloud is supposed to be out October and November uh, for like uh, beta testers. And then, um, uh, which I signed up for to do beta testing for Doom Eternal when that comes out. Oh, you signed <laughs> up for us, for the Super Gamer Boys to be able to? Man, that's yeah. freaking awesome. You're always not. Yeah. Why aren't you looking me in, look, <laughs> look me in the eye, dude? What, uh, why are, eye contact, buddy. Um, are you, wait, and, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> are you trying to tell me? You did the You sign yourself up. It's free. Up. You go sign yourself oh, up. Oh, but you didn't sign us up? Us, buddy. We're, we're a I don't team. have your we're social security. Unit. You want to give me your social security number and credit card number? I'll give it to you right now. Okay. 620-20. I don't, you and I don't trust you. <laughs> okay. Um, and then, uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. And uh, Stadia, though, is coming out in November there, only to people who purchased the Founders Pack for the 130 bucks, but... They're both coming out this year, so in just a few months. Um, so it'll be interesting wow. to see if they can fix all those issues in just these few months or if that's just what we're stuck with for a couple years until just technology advances. So I don't know. Cool. Um, so next news is random. Uh, <clears throat> everyone's uh, favorite uh, film from 2000. Matrix? I think it was 99, wasn't it? I don't know. I think it was 99. I was just making up like yeah. <laughs> one from that time. Uh, Ridley Scott's Gladiator was one of the biggest movies of the year, taking in $457.6 million worldwide, snagging Oscars for Best Picture, Best Actor, Best Visual Effects, Best Costumes, Best Sound Mixing. Um, it was a great movie. I, I, I really enjoy... I really love uh, Gladiator. Like, I haven't seen it in a long time. Was That's it really 2000? Yeah. Wow. I can't believe it's been that long. Yeah, right. Um, anyways, uh, apparently there's a sequel coming out, which, uh, spoiler alert, at the end of the first one, Maximus dies. So I'm not sure how they're going to make a sequel out of that uh, with the main character being dead and all. But uh, somehow they're going to do it. Um uh, but basically, the big news piece is, comes from uh, Patrick Kavanaugh over at comicbook.com. Um, we're working with Ridley, and uh, we're working with Ridley, and that's one we wouldn't touch unless we felt we had a way to do it that's legitimate. So we're working with an amazing writer as well, Peter Craig, which I looked at Peter Craig here. He wrote, uh, he was a writer for uh, all the Hunger Games movies, uh, Bloodfather, which is a. Has Looks like Mel Gibson in it. Um, he's the writer for the new Top Gun sequel that's coming out in 2020. So yeah, he's uh, 
That's pretty much it. He's been an actor in a couple of things too. He's kind of a nobody, really. I don't know why. <laughs> he also was in a Pizza Hut commercial. It was a very famous spot. Seriously? No, I'm just making it up. Okay. I was like, I don't know. It's not on <laughs> his like, IMDb I page. I don't see that on the IMDb. <laughs> I don't know. I was making it up. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so they're working with Peter Craig to write the story, and the story is going to take place 25 to 30 years later. So I don't know. It's going to be a direct to DVD sequel. I mean, and I it's hope gonna not sp- being a Ridley Scott movie. It's going to star some random B movie actor in, <sighs> in, the, uh, in the role. I hope not. I really uh, hope not. Um, but here's a little part of the story that I thought was really funny. Um, so, um, where'd it go? There it is. Okay. Despite the lack of details about the project, we can't help but hope Scott will utilize some of the ideas Australian musician Nick Cave toyed with when Crowe asked him to write the script years ago. Um, so for some reason, Russell Crowe talked to Nick Cave, which, um, maybe it's a thing where the actor's are the one who reach out and ask people to write scripts for movies. I figured that'd be like Ridley Scott's job <laughs> as a, like the producer and director and stuff. But um, supposedly Russell Crowe, uh, and this is a direct quote, quote from Nick Cave. He was on the WTF podcast. He said, Crowe rang me up and asked if I wanted to write Gladi- Gladiator 2. For someone who had <clears throat> only written one film script, it was quite an ask. Hey, Russell, didn't you die in Gladiator 1? Yeah, you sort that out. <laughs> so he goes down to purgatory and is sent down by the gods who are dying in heaven because there's this one god. There's this Christ character down on earth who is gaining popularity. And so the many gods are dying, so they send Gladiator back to kill Christ and his followers. I wanted to call it Christ Killer, and in the end you found out that the main guy was his son. And so he has to kill his son, and he was tricked by the gods. He becomes this eternal warrior and ends up with this 20-minute war scene which follows all the wars in history right up to Vietnam and all that sort of stuff. And it was wild. <laughs> it was a stone cold masterpiece. I enjoyed writing it so much or very much because I knew on every level that it was never going to get made. Let's call it a popcorn dropper. <laughs> it just sounds like this dude was like so stinking high. Yeah, I was going to say it's a <laughs> rocker who is high like you can't believe. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's, uh, that's the movie, the gladiator two. We almost got it. Apparently, uh, according to this Nick cave, uh, fella, I'm kind of curious what other script it says. He wrote one script. Um, what it was, let's see here. He Um, wrote the script for, there's something about Mary. He was a writer. Uh, this actually says he's a writer on a bunch of different things. Um, Prophets Pray, 20,000 Days on Earth, Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, Lawless. Oh, Lawless. Okay, that's a pretty good big one, wasn't it? I don't know what that is. Uh, Lawless, that is the movie with um, Tom Hardy, Shia LaBeouf, Guy Pearce, uh, set in Depression era, Franklin County, Virginia. A trio of bootlegging brothers are threatened by a new special deputy and other authorities for angling on a cut of their profits. I remember that one being... People liking that one, but anyways, that's the dude who just came up with this crazy plot for Gladiator Two that obviously they're not going to use. No, it was pretty goofy. How that was that was good. not the plot of this movie, folks. Just so you know, I, if you're tuning in late, I don't yeah. want you to think like that's the plot of the new. This Gla- is Gladiator Two. Like crap, like gutter <laughs> trash crap. Yeah, that's pretty ridiculous. Um. Okay, 
Wow. Yeah, we're so behind the scenes here. Uh, news stories still real hard to come by. Any good news stories? Let me tell you that people are still hungover from E3, so there's not a lot of cool news stuff coming out. Um, there but, was uh, a there was a whole lot of cool stuff that happened this week, and it may or may not have been newsworthy stuff. But like later on, we've got an episode of losing reviews where we talk about one of the greatest films of all time. So stay tuned for later on as we talk the Nick Cage classic, Con Air. Yeah, buddy. That's coming up at the end of the show. So tune tune in then. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuny. Please don't tune out. <laughs> don't leave me. <laughs> don't leave me here with him. <laughs> Please don't leave me. That's not the first time you've said that about me, dude. And I'm starting to get a little offended. Yeah, well... Next part of our nerdy nudes. <laughs> I'm having a hard time talking tonight. I'm so sorry. <clears throat> you know what, guys? He just recently got onto the CBD oil. And uh, so. True. <laughs> what? Dude, it's legal now. You could talk about it. I know it's legal. You know, listen, you could tell everybody he recently picked up his first vape pen and he got I'm not something. not cool enough to have a vape pen. <laughs> In my story, you are, Debbie. Okay, okay. Uh, so he picked up Fruity Pebbles is the name of the, the CBD oil that he that he got. And when he puffed on it, the light came on on the little uh, the vape pen. And literally, as he's blowing the vape smoke out, Ripping he said, Ripping that cotton. Yeah, but Debbie do. <laughs> Dino loves you. I was so proud of you, man. Like, I just feel like you grew up. He got a lava lamp in here recently. Garrett, you are a changing, my brother. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind popping a lava lamp in here. It'd make recording a lot more exciting. Are you saying it's not exciting? Like, be here with me? Uh, be... It'd just be nicer to look at. What is? <laughs> Hello! <laughs> How am I not supposed to be offended by that? I even, like, uh, shaved today. I You know, and I'm shaping it nicely. I am pleasant to look at, Garrett. <laughs> not as pleasant as a lava lamp, obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, I mean, you understand, right? Oh, I'm completely. Yeah. I would lava lamp. Lava lamp too. beat everything. Like, they do. There's, they, there's very awesome. little that beat them out. So, um, <laughs> oh, the last news story here: Nintendo Switch mini cases are on sale, comma, but they don't confirm new Switch is real. This huh? is by Tom Marks over at IGN. <clears throat> so this week, Chinese online retailer Hansen started listing cases, screen protectors, and other accessories for a system called the Nintendo Switch Mini, presumably the long-rumored smaller Switch variant that has yet to be officially announced. It turns out that while these products may eventually be, be real and purchasable, the Switch Mini product shots shown on the Hansen site are almost certainly not. In fact, these listings seem to be based on Hansen's own speculation, according to an email Hansen sent to IGN. So IGN actually reached out to Hansen directly like hey uh why how are you selling these products like what what do you know that we don't about the switch mini or whatever um hansen basically came back and said uh <clears throat> excuse me made it clear that the retailer can't represent nintendo until all when their new machines will release to market um if you can't tell by some of these quotes it's obviously Translated. It was Google translated. Yeah. Um, not professionally done. So, uh, <clears throat> so it's a little confusing, some of these sentences. But 
And it says, even if these accessories will eventually be real, the Switch Mini in their product images is almost certainly not. So if you go to the Hansen website, there's actually like pictures of what looks like, it looks like a very convincing like possibility of what the Switch Mini is going to look like. It's actually kind of cool looking. Um, but obviously no one knows for sure what it's going to look like. But Hansen is banking on it looking pretty similar to that because that's what they're designing all their new products off of is this potential concept art that um, hey, silly they question. found online. I don't know if you've checked out the actual website. I what, did. What is the, I should show it to you. Were, was there prices on there for some of those cases and stuff like that? Yes, uh, there was. Let me bring it up here real quick. Um, yeah, they have. Because I'm going to make a determination on how cheap the cases are and how cheap the consoles no, are. That's, no, that's no correlation. No correlation. No correlation. I was just hoping. <laughs> uh oh. Cannot be reached. Well, it was there the other day, so they must have taken it down. So. <laughs> they had Nintendo calling. Or they, Probably. Hey, you need to take yeah. that down right now. Yeah, that, take what? it down. That site is not there. So, wow. if I remember right, I want to say like it was like, oh, 20 bucks for a case, 25 bucks for a case, which is like what I spent for mine. So, so I'm thinking that they might have had like somebody from Nintendo call and be like, hey, check it out. You're going to take your website down right now. Before we come over there and smack you over the head, <laughs> you know, with like a wet mop. You understand me? You take it down right now. Wanna go after your family. Wanna go after whatever you got in your house and your bank <laughs> accounts. Yeah, stuff. I assume. I'm just I'm reading into it because apparently, um, apparently Nintendo's run by old Italian mobsters. Yeah, well, I think, that makes sense. I think that's Mario's really, Italian. And now the truth comes out. That's what's really going the on. The Mario family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's run by... The name's Mario Mario. <laughs> it actually, it actually yeah, is. Yeah, I know. That's why it's That's like why the Mario I Brothers. That. I love the joy Mario, you had in your Mario. face right now when I said Mario Mario. <laughs> you like eyes the like... Weir- the weirdest thing is that Luigi's last name is Mario. Like It is weird. Luigi Mario. It's pretty strange. Yeah, it's I don't, a weird. It's, it's weird. But uh, no, so yeah, I don't know. It's... It's crazy. Like their bank, this is a huge gamble. Like, hey, we're going to start making products and we're going to advertise these products. They're not for sale. You can't actually buy them. Right. Like if you go, it, well, when you could go to the website. Until <laughs> the Mario Brothers got in there and pissed them off. It said everything was out of stock. Um, but I mean, all it takes is a flip of a switch to change it to in stock. But uh, apparently the website's down, so you can't buy anything anymore. But they were available there um, with prices and pictures and everything uh, using, you know, those kind of fake rendered photos of what people think the the new switch is going to look like mario might have buried them in a septic tank dude you never know never know tied a brick to their ankle and dropped it to the bottom of the the bottom of the river forget about it forget about it cool um but yeah basically i guess the whole gist of the story is there's some cool stuff that's being made but this doesn't confirm this is the minis real yet like nintendo even said like we have nothing to announce at this time (laughs) so yeah Nintendo's still sticking to their guns. They're not letting any anything slip there. So. Nintendo's such a funny company, and I know I know we all love Nintendo. You especially love Nintendo. They they're so quiet a lot of times. They like that secrecy, and they don't like to say anything until right before. And I don't know if it's that 
they have a lot of stuff on the back burner that they're not going to carry through with. I mean, uh, like the Nintendo 64 Mini that was rumored over and over again. There was even a list of like the Nintendo 64 Mini's games uh, that came out, and there were there was you know mockups of them or whatever pictures, and nothing's come out of it. And they even uh, I think they even ended up getting the. Uh, uh, what do you call that? Like the rights, the copyright, they trademarked, the, the, they trademarked the like the whatever. patents and stuff like that. They trademarked all the, all the names for all of that stuff. Why would they do that out of nowhere? And then all of a sudden nothing. So it's like, maybe they're just like not a hundred percent sure with the, with the mini switch. I mean, you say they hold their like cards real close to their chest, but I mean, so does Sony and Xbox, like they're being awfully cagey about their next gen consoles too. So I don't know. It's Nintendo definitely is a, you're right. They are a lot more, like I said it again, twice one episode. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> your, your week is made. It is. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, you're right. Nintendo does actually tend to be a little more, you know, closed off than the other companies, but but it's just it's just a, a video game industry thing where they they all are like they're all like that like they're not gonna there's no reason to get everyone all excited for just for something to fall through later on like unless you're they're 100 percent sure I'd rather them be that way than like because there's been times where um I mean even Xbox with this other console suddenly they're not talking about it it's like they got a lot of people excited about this potential other thing and then it's like no, that doesn't exist. What are you talking about? I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> like trying to men in black, like yeah. flash, flashy like, thing. <laughs> you know, or like Jedi mind trick. Like you don't yeah. remember anything. Like yeah. I don't remember anything. <laughs> like, yeah, Garrett, you, uh, you surprised me because you pulled out some pretty cool news stories this week when I did not see much of this coming down the pike. And I thought this is kind of a quiet week for news, but there was actually quite a bit of a good solid stuff this week. Uh, but I think I'm most excited about your announcement about the upcoming sequel, Breast of the Wild. <laughs> oh, no. Super Gamer Boys produced. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. <laughs> Starring J.J. Purdom. <laughs> it's going to be me topless. That's <laughs> yeah, that's not good. <laughs> not good. Oh, no. What's up, guys? Uh, this episode is brought to you by our sponsor, PodCoin. Do you like to listen to Super Gamer Boys? Well, the PodCoin app pays you to listen to this podcast and every other podcast out there. It's the podcast player that pays. Just get the PodCoin app on your iPhone or Android device. It's free. It's super easy to use. And you can use the PodCoin app to earn uh, PodCoin to claim gift cards or donate to charity. It's amazing how it works, and it turns your podcast listening into charity. Or if you just want to get some Amazon or Starbucks gift cards, uh, it's pretty great. I use it uh, every day now, um, listening to all of my favorite podcasts, uh, even my own. Uh, to rack up those uh, pod coins, I'm getting pretty close to getting my own rewards now. Um, I love it, and uh, it's super easy to use. You can get it from the App Store or the Android Store today. Seriously, just go get the PodCoin app, and if you use our invite code, GamerBoys, you'll get 300 PodCoin just for signing up if you use my code. That's 300 PodCoin just for signing up if you use our code, GamerBoys. That's G-A-M-E-R-B-O-Y-S. Go give the PodCoin app a try. And remember, it's a podcast player that pays. 
Okay, guys, let's get into new releases here. So, the only game newsworthy, noteworthy, any that's just worthy in general of any sort of praise this week. Worthy of all the praise, if, if you ask me. The best kart racer in all of history. Mario Kart. Better than Mario Kart. <gasps> Garrett, don't blaspheme. I'm about to. Okay. <laughs> say say 10 Hail Marys for me. <laughs> <laughs> We're not Catholic. We don't do that. Yeah. I didn't, okay. I don't even know, know how to do that. Me neither. Okay. Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled came out on the <laughs> PS4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. Oh, Garrett. You couldn't. Look, <laughs> you built that up so much. I half expected it to be Dungeons and Dragons racing. You know, like, <laughs> like, you know it's horrible. orcs, orcs versus dwarves. Oh goodness! Like, I mean, I half expected something like that. Crash Team Racing, Nitro Crash Fuel. Team? I mean, this is—it's a remake of the original PS One version. Uh, okay, and it's beautiful. Like they did. So this, we're gonna go right into what you're playing. I'm going first again this week because I played this game. Okay, so is I, this, is I pre-ordered up, it. Is this completely redone, remastered? From the ground up. Okay. So I pre-ordered a while back, uh, and yeah, I totally forgot it was even coming out until my cousin's like, hey, 24 hours, Crash Team Racing is available. I'm like, what? <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, it was available early on PlayStation 4, so I got to play it a little earlier before other consoles, which is cool. And man, this game is beautiful. Like, it is like the graphics. I mean, if any of you guys played the remaster of Crash Bandicoot 1, 2, and 3, that the Crash collection that came out uh, last year, the year before, I think it was two years ago, because last year it came out on Switch, and the year, so it was the year before, 2017. Um, it's that type of graphics, so all in 4K, beautiful, like, like so just perfect to the original. Um, they recreated all the tracks and like beautiful 4K graphics, all the characters, everything's like they've added stuff to the game, which is really cool. You can customize your carts, your wheels, your character, the costumes they wear, similar to like what Mario Kart's done now in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, like on Switch. You can customize all your race race car, racer. Does it still have the, uh, the, the je ne sais quoi of the nostalgia? that you remember or is it like this is a completely different game no so that's one thing it's like it this game plays exactly how you think you remember it playing basically um down to the point to where like because when i played this game playstation one originally didn't have analog sticks it was just the up the d-pad you know l1 r2 l1 l2 are the r2 buttons uh, x squared triangle circle start select that was it it wasn't until the very tippy that's the wrong word very tippy end i was gonna say and i was gonna say very tippy top that doesn't make sense <laughs> at the tail <laughs> end the, they that's say. Tail there you go man i told you he got that vape pen he's <laughs> sucking down the fruity pebbles <laughs> i told you guys really i'm having a hard time talking tonight he's all like red eyes in here right now you gotta <laughs> use the visine he's got the visine right here just just pick it up and use it <laughs> Uh, no, at the very tail end of the PS1, they finally brought in Analog Six, pretty much right, pretty much right before the PS2 came out. Um, I think it was actually the PS2 might have even been out, if I remember. I don't know. I'd have to look that up to know for sure, but it was really close. Like, say it like you actually knew what you're talking. About. Don't I'm don't. Not gonna, 
No, that's what I do all the time. People, people hate. People hate. No, they so don't hate. I'm just going to be wishy washy. I'm just going to be wishy washy about it. Um, so yeah, originally it was buttons, but anyways, what I was getting at with that is as soon as I picked up the PS4 controller and started playing, you know, Crash Team Racing Nitro Fuel, this remaster version, I was playing with the buttons. I wasn't using the analog stick controls. Like I was straight up racing, still using like because all like the updated racers, any racing game you play in the past ten years, the gas is usually like R2, the brake is L2. Um, circle be like your e-brake and you know x and square and all those other buttons don't really do anything for you um, but I they have like the legacy controls on there so I had like x is gas square is brake uh, my power slides are like l1 and r1 so they both do the same thing just one two buttons do the same thing um, and I was steering with those buttons instead of the analog sticks and it just felt so perfect like it was so good I gotta so, be honest I don't know why but I'm getting a lot of a lot of joy out of watching you be happy talking about yeah. this game it's, it's really just, it's pretty cool it's amazing like I a lot of people hate you know hate on crash team racing um, just because they are typically it's because they're just fanboys of Mario Kart everyone's like Mario Kart's the best so Mario Kart's the best but what I love about crash team racing is that it's there's actually like a challenge to it and not because the gameplay of it is bad, but because there's just actually a difficulty level. Like the racers in it that you fight, like race against, are actually difficult to race against. Like they're actually good. That's one of the things in like Mario Kart. Like I could um, pretty much like race through any of those, the championships, like blindfolded and just like fly through those races, like through this. Um, and that's the other thing. Mario Kart doesn't have a story mode. Like it's just like you just do these championships and then that's it. Like there's no story to it. Crash Team Racing has an adventure mode. So you actually go through a story racing these people and it's actually like difficult and hard. And like I had to do a race like 10 times the other night. And by the 10th time I was like, okay, I'm done. I'm not ready to throw this controller through the TV. Like it's hard, but it's like good. Like I enjoy, I'm glad I'd rather have the challenge than just like, okay, beat another one. Okay. Beat another one. Okay. Yep. That was easy. Beat another one. Like I like that. There's the races are hard. The boss battles are hard and it feels exactly like the PS1 version did, but looks way better. So I recommend getting this, uh, especially on PS4. PS4 Pro looks amazing. Um, I've heard it looks pretty decent on Switch as well. I just heard it has really bad load times. That's why I didn't pre-order on Switch. I got it on PlayStation. So, so that's what I played. Um, I also played more Cadence of Hyrule, which I raved about last week. So I will not bore you with more details. I'm have not gotten much farther because I'm really bad at the game, but <laughs> it's still so much fun. I'm loving. But you'll it. eventually beat it because you're not a fake gamer. No, so. definitely not. So this week I actually I was doing a lot of work, didn't get a whole lot of playtime, but all the playtime I got for the entire week happened on Sunday for about an hour and a half. I got an hour to an hour and nice. a half of playtime. It was amazing. And I took two naps on Sunday. That's right. Two. That's one more than one. Yeah. That, that's just called sleeping at that point, isn't it? Yeah, it was just pretty just... close. Yeah, it was pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> well, basically, uh, what I ended up doing, I didn't get to play any any elongated, uh, you know, sitting there for an hour and a half things on one game. I didn't get to do that. What I got to do was break up several parts of several different games. See, what I what I was doing was I went through some of the PlayStation Store and saw several games that have demos on there. Hmm. And I was like, man, I'm really curious about several of these games. So here's the different games that I downloaded demos and played. I played uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, 
for a little bit in okay. the demo. That's the newest one, right? It came out yes. last November. It's gorgeous. A lot of fun. I've heard a lot of good things about it. I really want to get that game. The reason, After playing the reason it, it, it got kind of covered up is because it came out at the same time as Red Dead. It like came Red out at Red Dead and, Red, and Red Dead Assassin's over, Creed or, or Odyssey. E, yes, Odyssey and Red Dead. And Red Dead like just obliterated it. You yeah. know, um, it was there was a lot of copies at at the store, but everybody was buying Red Dead at the time, so it just didn't Did get. Did you a play whole the first two though? You haven't played the first two. I played Rise of the Tomb Raider. Yeah, I played a little bit of that one. one. Yeah, yeah. Um, And, of course, I played the originals and stuff like that back in the day. They're not connected, though. No, 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 no. No, but I I was excited to come into it because I love that Uncharted, Indiana Jones. Which they very much have. Like That's why I think they have a, a... a definitive version of the first one for PS4 and then Rise of the Tomb Raider came out on PS4 and then now Shadow, they very much have like that uncharted feel. I think you'd like all three of them, honestly. Yeah, but, and yeah. I, I'm totally down to, to play it, especially after playing a little bit through the through the game demo. I, I was just blown away by how gorgeous it was. I, it's it's just unlike any of the other uh, Tomb Raider games that I've played. Right. Yeah. You know, it's just amazing. PlayStation One. Oh yeah. <laughs> those are well, the those are the original ones I played. Like I played up to like three or four, and then I never played any. I never played the PS2 or PS3 ones. Yeah. And so like yeah, my what I remember is just like <clears throat> there's terrible graphics. Like so, so the PlayStation controls the original PlayStation uh, and Lara Croft Tomb Raider came out when I was in high school. Um, so you could probably imagine there were some hormones going on yeah. and she was amazing looking. And I remember that was like the thing. Was like, oh my gosh, a hot chick. And you get to tell her what to do. <laughs> um, so it was I mean, like, if you're into like a weird, like poly- yeah, polygons. Yeah. Stuff, I mean, whatever. I guess, yeah. <laughs> Trust me. You, you use what you could, uh, use, you know, um, <laughs> Take what you can get. yeah, exactly. And, uh, honestly, I had a lot of fun with those games. I, I don't remember a whole lot. I remember a whole lot of like jumping onto ledges and stuff like that. I mean, that's swimming, all, that's all and, the console could handle. And swimming just, in water, yeah. you know, like swimming in like underground water lakes or whatever, you know. But uh, th- this is unlike anything else. And I think it's gorgeous and I look forward to actually picking up the full game soon. Uh, some of the other, get it pretty cheap too. I, that's kind of why I was going to pick it up. <laughs> so some of the other games that I tried out, uh, The Evil Within 2. Oh. And if if you played the the demo or played the game at all, have you seen the trailers? I I've seen the trailers. I've never touched it because I just never played the first one. I wanted to. It's one of those things where like I feel like I need to play through the first one to understand the story. of The second one, so I've never. I've watched the trailers and it looks yeah. scary as heck. It, <laughs> it looks terrifying. But it's very scary. It's very jumpy. Um, it's that's the same guy who is making uh, that Ghostwire Tokyo. Very cool. It's the same guy. Very cool then because uh, I didn't get to play a whole, whole lot. I probably played 10, 15 minutes of it, but it's fun. And I actually chose to stop because I was worried my kids were going to get scared by how scary it was. Yeah, right, right. What? It could happen. <laughs> no, uh, actually, I, I chose to stop because I didn't want to ruin any more of the game for myself. Uh, that I was like, this is fun. I want to try to play this in the future. So I'm going to stop right now. And then the other thing that I played was because the kids uh, were taking over the PlayStation and playing, playing uh, what's that game called? Fortnite or whatever. Uh, they were playing Fortnite. So I jumped in because I'm like, this is my day off. This is daddy's day off. This is what I'm doing today. I'm goofing off a little bit. I got to play through Halo. Halo on the 360 
the remastered uh, original, and I believe. Not Maybe. remastered, no. Uh, not remastered. I guess that's kind of a wrong. It's the the new collection of the Master Chief collection. That that didn't come out on 360. I don't think. I could be wrong. I think if you're playing on 360, you're playing the original one because 360 is backwards compatible. You okay. can play Xbox games on there. Uh, I'm playing the Xbox 360 version of Halo. It's it's. It might have just said it, Xbox. I don't, I don't really know. know. It's amazing. It's a lot of fun, and uh, I it is very blocky and choppy compared yes. to what we have now. <laughs> um, it's definitely an older game, but I was really uh, okay. Yeah, they did have an anniversary version. They it's did the anniversary, anniversary version. That's what it is. That's what it, was. That's what it is. And uh, is it upresed at all or no? It actually looks really good for being an older game. Um, like some of the ships flying around and stuff like that. They might have upressed it a little bit. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you honestly because yeah, no, they totally upressed it. Okay, this I'm is, looking at screenshots here. It did yeah. not look that good in the original. No. So the great thing about this is, is that I'm being exposed now, and this is thanks to my friend Brian Bernard, who sent me several of these games that were from the 360 era that he was not using anymore, and. I absolutely love the lore behind Halo. And I mean, obviously, they've gone on to make movies out of it and everything else. It's a really cool story. You no, know? yeah, the Halo games, I played like a little bit of two. I never played the first one. I Actually, that's a lie. I played a little bit of the first one, a little bit of the second one. Uh, the third one is actually the first one I played. I played the third one first. That was the first game I got on my 360. Um, yeah, and I always... Loved the the story, um, and the multiplayer was always obviously the biggest draw to it. Like doing LAN parties, so everyone bringing their Xboxes together um, in the same room, bunch of TVs, and like doing stuff like that was always the big draw. Like playing online multiplayer with people. But yeah, Halo, not not a bad game, but not enough for me to buy an Xbox. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, guys, let's get into um, the last couple segments here. First, we're going to hit up uh, our question of the show box. Um, and, okay, here we go. I'm going to pull pull a question out of the box here. Okay, opening it up. And uh, inside, it's, uh, okay. I love the sound effects on this show. <laughs> this is from Daniel B., Oh, Danny boy, the birds, the birds are pausing. That's exactly who it is, I bet. The guy from the song. Is I don't it? know that for sure. But oh, Danny boy? It might be. Daniel, what's up? He says, uh, new listener here. Uh, love the show so far. Uh, y'all are Wait my- till you listen to this episode, Daniel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> y'all are most of my PodCoin so far, so he must be a listener on the PodCoin app. Shout out to that. Which uh, probably sponsored this episode, so oh, go they, check them out. They definitely <laughs> will. We love Podcoin. Um, it says, if you could be any superhero from any brand, so like Marvel, DC, I'm sure there's other ones, but Dark Horse maybe, um, some other ones. I Image. Can't think of. Is that one? I don't know. Yeah, me neither. No, I, I believe that's the... Uh... That's the one where they, the amalgam where they kind of got together, DC and... Oh, okay. I don't know, I could uh, be wrong. If you could though. be any brand and pick your super, so if you could be a superhero and then pick your supervillain, 
who would you be and what villain would you want to fight? Oh, Daniel, that's a really good question. That is a very good question. Okay, so you can you can only pick being one hero and then you pick one villain that you would uh, fight against. Well, the first thing that pops in my head is whomever I picked, I'd want to pick like somebody easy <laughs> so I can guarantee myself victory. But I don't think that's true. I think that I would want to have a challenge. If I were to be one superhero, I'd want to be the Flash. I would want to be the Flash, the fastest man alive. That's, that's Barry Allen's the Flash because that's the only real Flash there is. Just by the by the by, and uh, as far as like a super villain that I could uh, that I would choose to be my my villain who I would fight against. Uh, man, that's good. It's a hard question to ask. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where like I feel like I can come up with a, a hero. The hero dude, is but part it, is the easy. villain is hard, but it's like. It's it's a cool still it's like a really cool thing to think about. Like, it's very cool. You know what? I think it would be kind of cool to be the Flash fighting against uh Thanos. Okay. For Marvel. I would think that something like that. Interesting. Picking a huh. DC hero and a Marvel villain. Okay. Okay. Boom, minds are blown. I know. Mike oh. just got dropped. If it wasn't in a stand. I would totally drop it right now. Huh. I'm, uh, my hero would definitely, I'd want to be Spider-Man. Oh, you mean the Cape Crusader? Spider-Man, you dummy, I'm Batman. <laughs> no, remember that you had no clue that Batman was the Cape Crusader? I think you have that backwards. No. I, I think you remember that I said that the wrong. Cape Crusader, and you said, they don't call him that. And I said, yes, they call Batman the Cape Crusader. And you had said he was your favorite. I don't, I oh yeah, you admitted that on the podcast. Go back and listen, I episode think, three. I think I don't you're know what misremembering. No, I'm not misremembering. I love how you change. <laughs> I love how you do this to me, Morlan. <laughs> um, no, uh, man. So yeah, Spider Man is definitely my hero, but my villain. That's really hard because you want it to be cool. Like I'm just trying to think what would go like what would be cool with. Spider-Man. Maybe, uh... Huh. I, I feel bad I didn't... I know the answer who I was going to pick and who would fit better against Spider-Man, and I almost picked him, would have been Joker. A Spider-Man against Joker? Against Joker, yeah. I almost said that, but I I also don't want to, like... I feel like it's just, That's like, the easy answer, yeah, too. Yeah, I was though. like, that's... I think that would be really cool. It, like, it would be a pretty I, crazy I, I fight. I believe so, yeah. But... <laughs> It also, yeah, it's because Joker like such an is easy the very answer. best villain. Let's just be completely honest. Oh yeah, easy. Um, okay, I'm gonna go with this: Spider-Man versus Poison Ivy. Ooh, bringing in the ladies! I'm loving yeah. it. I think because they both. I mean, Spidey has his uh, his webs and super strength and everything. Spidey senses. But Poison Ivy has, has the breast of, of the wild. Has control of vines, um, very similar to like the webs and stuff. Like she's able, like, can not necessarily swing from them, but she's like, she can control things with the webs. She can try to like grab Spider-Man out of the air. She has her poison. She has her. She has all sorts of stuff. Like she 
has because she can use all the plants and everything like that. I just I think, think it'd that would be, a be very kind of a really epic fight, actually. Interesting fight, like with her using similar but different types of powers, like like him using his webs and strength, and she's using you know her vines, and then like different types of her strength in a different way from poisons to carnivorous plants and stuff like that. I think it'd be kind of cool. It'd be very cool. That's my pick. All right. I think the Poison Ivy might kick Spider-Man's butt. I'm just saying. Not when I'm Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do I get to be Poison Ivy? I would love to wear that outfit just once. We're going to have to do a mock-up of that. Oh, no. I'm just going to tailor in here. Please, no one do any fan art of that. <laughs> I do not. Oh, my gosh. If please anyone, do fan anyone, art of that. If anyone tag me on Twitter <laughs> with a horrendous drawing of JJ. Are you want to do a horrendous, you want to do a horrendous drawing of me as a fat flash against uh, Garrett as Thanos? That'd be pretty That'd fun, be pretty too. Sweet. That'd be pretty sweet. I basically look like Thanos. Oh, you're like a Greek god, dude. He's so built. <laughs> just, just missing the purple skin. Yeah. Cool. It's time for losing reviews. <laughs> <laughs> Why is there a question on the end of that? I don't know. I'm trying to figure out of a good way to enter the segment because it's terrible. <laughs> well, it needs to <laughs> most of the time, I guess. Most of the most time. Most of the time. Most of the time when when we see that losing reviews is coming up on the. And that's, of course, thanks to our producer, M-Dog, Matt Lou. Yeah. Uh, because he is able to support us on Patreon. He's able to literally help write the show by coming up with his own segment <laughs> Torture here. Torture us. <laughs> yeah. And so his idea is to take movies that are not necessarily cult classics or you know, good in any way, normally. And like, he forces us, like, with toothpicks uh, holding our eyes open, watching these films, and then we come onto the under the show and then talk about them. This week, we were able to look at the beautiful film, Nicolas Cage's. Another Nick, Nick Cage. 97 classic Con Air. Heck yeah. This movie had everything that you could possibly want in a movie. I watched it last night uh, with because we uh, we both actually watched it last night Sunday evening. Uh, I finished the movie at midnight, watching it with my wife. My wife watched it for the first time. This movie is Oscar nominated twice. Was it? Yeah. It was so much fun. I, I, look, I don't know if you can necessarily say, "Man, what a great film!" This film was so good. I liked it a lot. I thought it was a lot of fun. I remember it being a lot of fun. And one of my favorite, like, decadent pleasures where you're like, uh, there's some cheesiness to it. But, like, yes, dude, very much. I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. And you know what was really great that I forgot all about? The comedy hit on so many levels. Uh, Dave Chappelle was in this movie. There's so many, like, huge names in this movie. Now, we're, it was starring... Nicholas Cage, obviously Nick Cage, Nicky, as some people call him. No, uh, no one calls him you know, that. No, I'm pretty sure that people call him that. You look that, Google that, Google that. Uh, but it also starred as the as the bad guy, Cyrus the Virus, John Malkovich. John Malkovich is such an incredible actor and plays crazy like nobody's business. No, yeah, he John Malkovich, and he looks so young. Oh, he does. He does. Also, uh, <laughs> as the Diamond Dog. Ving Rames. Ving Rames at the height of his powers. This dude was like this uh like black militant 
uh, monster in this movie, and like you were afraid to mess with him. He was just there. All of these guys are crazy, just completely crazy. Uh, Steve Buscemi is Garland Green. This that is like creepy. This is like the creepy guy who like uh, you know eats people. Yeah. <laughs> at the ve- so towards the end of the movie, because that's that's probably losing reviews. We just spoil the movies because they're old, and you should have seen them by now. And if you haven't. You can still go watch them, and they're still going to be just as good or terrible. But <laughs> at the end, he, he's having that little tea party with that little girl, and Trudy was watching at that point. She's like, "No, no." I'm right. just like, "My wife, same thing." I'm just like, uh, I, "I was like, they can't do that. They're not going to do that." And then like they disappear. The camera cuts back, and they're gone. And like the, her doll's on the ground. She's like, "No, no, that's no." And then like and he's carrying a Ken doll. Yeah, but then it, and then yeah. like the next like and then it cuts away for a while and then it cuts back and then he's carrying a Ken doll and it's just like wait a second no, but then like it shows later like the girl's fine so it's like okay so she he didn't eat her but it was like one of those things like fake you out for a second you're like no he didn't just kill that little girl had you like, never had you never seen this movie before I've never seen this movie wow yeah so I was like okay. yeah I was so surprised watching it like yeah Nicholas Cage Ving Rhames John Malkovich. Um, Dave Chappelle, I'm reading through this list here of like all, yeah, all the big names because I recognize all these people. Steve Buscemi, uh, Danny Trejo. It's just like totally random. I was like, oh, okay. Danny Trejo is Johnny 23. Uh, um, John Cusack was like the main. Like, he was a U.S. Uh, Marshal Larkin. US Marshall, and yeah. uh, he was amazing in this movie. I love John Cusack, but there were so many great actors in this movie. And uh, I think Dave Chappelle for me was the one that stood out as he did. Dave Chappelle. He, he like was a goofy, like nerdy like pinball pinball. And uh wow, what a lot of fun. He had the best, the best jokes and lines uh in the movie. And for his small role, he really stood out. It could yeah, just be no, me looking for the humor in it, but but there was a lot of really good humor in this in this movie, surprisingly. No, it, it it was it really was a good movie. Like, it was I, like I think it, I when I talked to you earlier, I was like, I would Totally watch this again. Like all the other movies we watch on Losing Reviews, I'm like, no, never yeah. touching that again. But this one, <laughs> I'm like, I'm totally down to watch this again. It was like, it's not a great movie. All it is is just- uh, Bite your tongue, boy. How long is it? Uh, an hour and 55 minutes. Is it really two hours? Yeah, two, almost two hours mm-hmm. long of just over the top action. Think and ba- die hard just, in the air. Yeah, it's just like two hours of just trying to one-up itself. <laughs> Like it does something crazy, and then it's it's almost like the next scene kind of nudges you, and you're like, "Hey, you thought that was crazy? Check this out!" <laughs> and then it does something crazy, and then the next scene's like, "Hey, hold my beer, watch this." <laughs> it's just like, "Holy smokes! Like, can it possibly get bigger?" It, it's so, it, it was lit- so '90s. It yeah. was so '90s because '90s would do a lot of that and a lot of like big, big, big blow em ups and stuff. And this gets and, bigger and bigger. Yeah, and there were some scenes that it was like, "Okay, that was a little <laughs> gratuitous or whatever." So the premise of this movie is. Uh, Nick Cage is married. He's got a, a young wife, and he is an army ranger. Gets out of the army, uh, stops at the bar where his wife works. Uh, he's just got home. He uh, he's talking to her stomach because she's pregnant with their with their daughter. Um, she's a few months along or whatever. And some guys start razzing him at the bar, and they're drunk. And he goes to like try to fight them. She begs him not to. Uh, they dance for a little while, and then afterwards they go outside. The three guys try to attack. Yeah, they start uh, Nicholas Cage. Start and, attacking and, him. Yeah, kicking and, him. 
And so this guy's got crazy military training. He starts fighting off these three guys and he's kicking the crap out of all three of them. And he palm thrust uh, uh, the nose of the, the head bad guy and kills him immediately. And because of this, uh, he goes to goes to court, and they say that you know you had training. You're a deadly weapon. Yeah, he's considered a deadly weapon by yeah, the and, you know United States of America. Yeah, and so there's just different rules and laws that apply to him. So right. he gets uh, seven to ten years in in prison. Um, it's pretty crazy, but they, yeah, what goes on to um, basically was it? He's seven years in, I think, because he gets his off. His daughter's little, almost eight. She's okay, about, so yeah, because he, he gets off a little early. Yeah. Then um, he uh, he's able to um, get out on parole on the day of his daughter's, what was it, eighth birthday. Yes. Because that was the whole thing. It was like February 14th. July 14th. Or July 14th. 14th. Yeah, there's a little letter from the note from the daughter. Um, and uh, yeah, so they he innocently enough jumps on this transport plane to take him home. Little does he know. The that transport? it's a turns into a maximum security transport f- plane with not just him, but also like the country's top like ten deadliest and worst criminals in there who happen to have a plot to take control of the plane and fly to uh, another com- uh, another country. <laughs> and just craziness ensues. If there's one movie that that Matt Lou M Dog has has put us. Uh, in front of and uh, forced us to watch. I'm so glad you did, Matt, because yeah. this movie was a lot of fun. My That's wife enjoyed it. In fact, I called her right before the podcast, and I was just saying, hey, so just again, I'm just asking, uh, what did you think of the movie? And she's like, oh, dude, I loved it. <laughs> like, I mean, that's that's pretty cool. The movie's 22 years old, and it still stands out as a lot of fun. And you're, you enjoyed it, obviously, for what yeah. it was. No, you know, for, like, for what it is, like, I, I it was wouldn't say it's a great movie, but it's not like a terrible garbage movie either. Like it's a fun movie. I would say it's like that happy medium, like, hey, I'd totally be down like if it was on TV again or if it was free to watch instead of the three bucks we had to pay to rent this thing. <laughs> uh, I, um, I paid four. <laughs> so it was three ninety nine. Oh yeah, I guess you're right. It was so yeah, I paid four bucks too. But so if it was cheaper, like free to rent or watch, I totally would again. But uh yeah, no, it was it was a good one. Uh, thank you so much, Matt, for making us watch this because otherwise I probably never would have seen it. Um, and uh, and we also wanted to make sure we got another Nicolas Cage movie in there because our last episode about Nicolas Cage did so great. So this episode better get like a thousand downloads or something. Cause yeah, and that's why you guys love the cage. We're, and I'll tell you what, like. Uh, Nicholas Cage in this movie. Nicholas Cage saved my it, marriage. That and that's going to be the title of this episode. Okay. Nicholas Cage saves my marriage. <laughs> because we had just a wonderful, like awesome time together watching a Nick Cage. That's classic. awesome. Um, no, Nicholas Cage was so good in this movie too. Like, I mean, he's, he's Nick Cage in it. Like, he's a totally just crazy Nick Cage. But his oh, he's hair, Nick his, Cage, but his, he's his, also got long hippie hair. Yeah, and then and even an worse awesome than accent. that is the accent is awesome so accent. fake. It's such, he has like a fake Southern accent. And it's like, oh, come on, dude. Like, come on. Like, it's pretty, yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty bad. Yeah. So definitely recommend this if it's uh, cheaper than four bucks to watch, like, <laughs> or if you own it already. Uh, it's not, not a terrible movie. I don't give this two thumbs down. So, alrighty, guys. 
Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Super Gamer Boy. I almost said losing reviews. That's something of our show. <laughs> <clears throat> but uh, it might be if we keep listening to awesome or watching great movies like yeah, this. To screw Super Gamer Boy, let's <laughs> change it to the podcast of losing reviews and just an hour long of just talking about bad movies. There's too many bad movie there podcasts out there. There's a lot of bad movie podcasts, trust me. <laughs> we just blend right in with everyone else. But thank you guys so much for listening to us. Thank you so much for... Um, Checking us out over on patreon.com slash supergamerboys. If you haven't, go look at us there. Throw us a couple bucks if you have a couple bucks to spare. Just think about it. It's just one day without uh, that that coffee. Just just one day's worth of coffee. $2, that's cheaper than a cup of coffee. And you can you know help us make bigger and better things for you. Um, review us over on iTunes. Uh, doing that rating and reviewing uh, will help us climb to the top of the charts, be more noticed, and again, more if we get noticed more, we get more listeners, more supporters, we can keep making bigger and better stuff for you. Does that mean people recognize us when we go places like the store? That's my hope. I'm hoping one day yeah. I can like so like we I, I have the Super Gamer Boys decal in the back of my car and I just can't wait till a day or somebody like, somebody goes, Oh my gosh, I I listen to that show too. Yeah, I'll be like <laughs> I'm the guy who makes it. And they're like, it. yeah, whatever, nerd. Yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah whatever. Sure. No, I really do. <laughs> I, it's me. I'm Garrett. I, like, yeah, oh, right. You don't even huh? sound like him. <laughs> Garrett's a short black man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, if during the week you want to find us and talk to us or see what we're up to. You can call us on the cell phones. Yeah, JJ I is, keep my uh, phone on all the time. I'm like, we're going to give it up. Um, no, we're over at supergamerboys.com, Twitter and Instagram at supergamerboys, facebook.com slash supergamerboys. I've been trying to get better at posting stuff on the social media this week. How's so, that working for you? Uh, I think I, I posted quite a few things on Super Gamer Boys. I posted a YouTube video that me and a buddy, uh, we were playing Apex Legends. That, that video was from like two or three weeks ago I or something. It. And I also, I'll do you one better. I actually shared a couple of your posts. You're I welcome. I saw that. You're yeah. welcome. Um, oh, we also announced we're on YouTube. So, That's right. Uh, if you do not like using a podcast app because you're a weirdo. Strange. Um, and you like to sit in front of a computer while you listen to people talk. And Who does that? Without actually being able to see their faces. Because it's not, there's not an actual video. It's just a static, it's just our album artwork. It's, it's all you see. But uh, we had a few people like, hey, if you add us, if you add your podcast to YouTube, we're like, well, listen. Like, you know, some people have like that. YouTube premium they pay like 10 bucks a month and you can download uh, episodes or like even listen to just the audio so hey if that's your thing we are now on YouTube so please go over to YouTube subscribe to our channel there also subscribe to us even if you don't plan on watching our stuff or listening because uh, at this point our our website our URL through YouTube is like youtube.com slash it's a bunch of like random letters and numbers and stuff if we can get 100 subscribers they will let us change it to youtube.com slash supergamerboys. So please go subscribe to us on YouTube so we can change our website. And, you know, it'll be easier for everyone else to find us. And when we do, we will actually change it immediately, just like I did when it was time for me to change my gamer PSN. Right, name. right, right, right. Because we always remember I yeah. did it immediately. But uh, I don't know. Now that we have this channel rolling, I'm really excited to, uh, I don't know, again, like our support is key like the more support we get i really want to start making some some youtube content whether it's you know we start video recording our podcast sessions here or maybe we start making some more streams or maybe we start making some original stuff 
We'll see, but that's why I go subscribe over there, and that's the only way you'll know whether we add stuff because I'm never going to talk about it on the podcast again. Yeah, you could always watch. Uh, that's a lie. I'll yeah, talk you're about talking about it time constantly. About. We're going to bring it up so many times. Maybe we could uh, we could always put ourselves on the YouTube, uh, playing like uh, old games like Atari games or playing the original Super Mario Brothers. I could just destroy you. Yeah, you know, we could do just, stuff like that. I just want you to know I will destroy you. If we uh, if we ever get that stinking capture card, so you can actually <laughs> like people can see what we're doing. But no, that's that's the idea. That's what we want to do. Is once we you know get uh, get the channel up and running, get the, just one or really that's all we need for equipment wise is a new capture card. We can be making some sweet stuff for you. So thank you so much to Star Andrews for our logo. Check her out on Instagram at Ground Floor Graphics and Facebook.com slash Ground Floor Graphics. That's the end. This is the end of the show. That's it. That's all I have for you. You got nothing left? Nothing. I don't even have an outro. Nothing Nothing cool to say. No funny joke. That was it. So. Hey, I guess today we'll catch you next time on the... Flippity flop? I think that's where I was going. Okay. I didn't know if you wanted me to end it or if you were ending it. Go ahead. Yeah, you just okay. end it. Go ahead. Okay, bye. <laughs>